Happy holidays, everyone. It's Michael. Before we get started, wanted to announce that Inside the 18 and the Union GK community will be at the United Soccer Coaches Convention this January in Anaheim, California. So come on out, meet us and some of the Union Pro Mentors while experiencing a live demo of the interactive Union app. Prices will rise after December 13th, so use promo code GKPOD24 for a special rate just for Goalkeeper Podcast listeners. Thanks for making the Union possible. And on with the show. Welcome to Inside the 18. Happy holidays. I'm Michael Madgett, live from Hollywood, California. With me momentarily will be 99 World Cup winner, Siskia Weber. Uh, we're having some technical issues on that end, but that's okay because we got someone that can fill those uh, gigantic, uh, gigantic gloves, uh, as they'd like to say. Uh, the one and only Nebraska goalkeeper, Cece Villa. Cece, what's up? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. That's quite. That's quite the statement. Bold statement for me to be able to say I could fill fill those gloves from Saskia, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, you know what? Uh, any, anything's possible, right? I mean, like yeah. you can go from like you can you can go from being a walk on to a scholarship player at one of the biggest universities in the country. Anything is possible. You never uh, know. In, in the goalkeeping world. So mm-hmm. uh, before we kind of get into today's topic, guys, and that's going to be navigating the college uh, recruiting landscape, which is obviously something that is is really really important to a lot of our, our our watchers and listeners and everything like that cc why don't you kind of just break down a little bit kind of your journey because obviously we met at camp shutout mm-hmm. doing a uh a comic book draft yes, we, yes we did yeah. yes no so um i'm originally from iowa and i grew up in iowa you know playing soccer since i've been like three years old and um i was a multi-sport athlete and everything and my mom wanted me, me to be a swimmer but I wanted to play soccer and she just didn't want me to get hurt. So that's why she wanted me to be a swimmer. But (laughs) it kind of turns out that goalkeeping was my passion from just the time that I could become a goalkeeper. And um, ever since I've just like loved the game and really, really wanted to be a part of it. And then um, once high school hit and the recruiting process started, that's a whole different thing of its own that we'll kind of talk, talk about a little bit today, but um, it was also tough because my junior year is when COVID hit and that's kind of peak recruiting and the whole process as well. So um, it was just a battle to like talk to coaches and figure out what we could do, what we couldn't do based on NCAA rules. And I just had a dream of going D1. And that was something that I was not willing to give up even with COVID. And I knew that I was good enough to do that. And so I did not give up on that. And it ended up not necessarily costing me a scholarship, but I recruited as a preferred walk-on and I was promised a scholarship in the future, but it wasn't necessarily <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> You're like, you just hard enough and we'll talk about it is what they said. So, um, but I, I love Go ahead. You go ahead. You go. Mike, I was just, I was just, I was just going to say Siska is here. So uh, Siska Mike was about to chime in. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Yeah. 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 No, Promise, uh, could, I like that. I was, you know, as to how you play, we'll give you, we'll give you scholarship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Let's <laughs> get check, check your set, check your settings. Cause I, I think, uh, um, uh, sounds Hi, about the same. I've, I've actually done this before. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> 
while we're waiting for Siskiya to figure out her audio situation, who God knows what, what could be possibly going on here. Um, Cece, I, I love the fact that you brought up the, about the preferred walk-on thing and obviously mm -hmm. the COVID thing, because that was something that made the kind of the college recruiting process a little bit different for people How's than that? usual. Oh my God, so much better. Yay! <laughs> there we go. There we, we have Siskiya Weber, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, and I don't know how to do anything, audio or anything. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that that's a lot better. We were just we were just talking, Suska, about just kind of how that COVID thing kind of threw the whole college recruiting landscape in a, a whole mm -hmm. tailspin. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely, as well as the fact it also changed. Like people are playing six, you know, their sixth year right now. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it changed it in a sense of with that COVID year plus people with redshirt years and everything. Now, when you were going to recruit a keeper that might have come in sat their first year sat behind somebody now that pushes that back two seasons mm -hmm. and so now a keeper that you were looking at to come in you're like well now you know our starting keeper is going to be here for another two years when that wasn't the fact and that cha that yeah. did that really affected the recruiting classes absolutely i think it's also affected how many people are entering the portal and finding places from that sense of things as well, because so many more people I think have transferred since COVID has started because tons of people in my class committed without going to universities, like for visits and tons of people in the class below me went to universities without visits. And that's a big deal because you want to, you want to get your, you know, your boots on the ground mm -hmm. and really see if you, if you love where you're going to be, you have to, Absolutely. you have to. Oh, Oh, and you know, and one of the things that, that that you're saying about that, which is actually really interesting too, Cece, and as we get kind of in the topic about navigating the college environment, is like now as a high school athlete, you're not only competing with the other high school athletes, you're competing with everybody in the transfer portal because the, the rules have changed. Absolutely. And it's like you you do have to worry about that because even as a goalkeeper, you know, no team is gonna want more than four goalkeepers like four is a lot so it's like suddenly you're worried about numbers you're worried about if they're going to get someone that's older than you they're worried about if you know it's not just yeah it's not just high schoolers you're also worried about sophomores juniors in college no absolutely good point you know and i was just thinking about that obviously Suske, you know you you coach to the collegiate level over, over at ucla and you know if you're in an environment like that you're an elite program like a ucla and you see a goalkeeper come across the transfer portal it's going to be pretty enticing as opposed to taking in a 17 year old that, that with no track record. It is, it is, <laughs> and it, but... was, it was, we had conversations with, with players that were looking to transfer, but you also can kind of delve into why and, you know, and talk to their college coaches and be candid and what's going on and why does this person want to leave school and, you know, I'd say sometimes the reports, I can be candid, it's my show. Uh, I'd say sometimes <laughs> reports weren't that great. And so then yeah. you have to weigh, like off the field, let's say, okay? So yeah. like, then you have to weigh in, okay, am I bringing somebody in? Why are they leaving? They were playing for, let's just say hypothet hypothetical, everybody else, FSU, okay? <laughs> they were yeah. playing, now they want to transfer but why? And then you, you have to kind of weigh that into, well, we have our starting goalkeepers going to be here now with the, the COVID for two more years and everything. If we bring in a, if we bring in a freshman, then that freshman's going to learn our philosophies are mm -hmm. like a part of our, 
you know, our culture and everything. And then in two years be, or in a year, be ready to step on the field. And so that kind of, for me as a coach, like with that grace period to have like, to have like an LB for another year and everything like that kind of changed that dynamic. It's like, well, we really don't need this, this transfer. You know, I'd rather have this freshman come in and be, you know, part of, part of this from the beginning. Yeah. Thoughts on that, CC, from the playing standpoint? Yeah, I do think that is good from a coach's standpoint, but I think you also have to think about, like, just the communication aspect of that because, <laughs> I like, you know, in the recruiting process and, like, going into a school, you're like, oh, well, now this person's going to be starting for two more years. Do I want to sit for two more years or could I just go to a different university and potentially play or go to a smaller one and play? And that's definitely a battle that, like, I fought when I was recruiting even though I didn't necessarily have a ton of options due to COVID and other things, but it was definitely a battle that I fought. I was like, do I give up on my D one dream just so I know that I'll play for four years and who knows what happens after that. But there's a lot of different. And I've had conversations with multiple keepers that are, you know, that have, have committed and stuff that what are you looking at here? Mm-hmm. You, know, you commit, you're going to, you're probably going to sit for two years. Mm-hmm. You could still go to an elite, maybe that, is the first school of your choice, but you can be competitive in a huge, you know, conference and either be on the field starting by your sophomore year or possibly be, you know, fighting for that job your freshman year. Yeah. Making an impact for four to five years and then going pro from there. So mm-hmm. that is that definitely a conversation. And, you know, Mike, we believe highly in getting in and getting games. So. Oh, absolutely. 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 You know, and, and I think, you know, one of the things in regards to that, like CC, just like thinking about that too. And like, and I think it's also awesome that, you know, you're going to be a union college mentor for us. Cause we're, mm-hmm. we're really excited to have, you know, somebody of not your, not just your skill set on the field, but also off the field. I think you're just going to bring so much to, to the community, but you know, when you grow up in Iowa, mm-hmm. it's not as if you're playing in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, so your opportunities to get seen are limited and then you bring in COVID into the situation. There's no ECNL showcases anymore. There's none of that going on. Yeah. So, you know, you're basically just sending tape out there blind. Yeah, no, it really was. It was who can I get filmed to and how can I get it to him fast? And how can I update the film? And can I even get it updated? Because are we going to have games? Are we going to have tournaments? Are we going to have stuff? It was just questions after questions. Because you're sending film from something that you've probably progressed from, mm-hmm. you know, how much you've changed in a year and stuff. And now Absolutely. how do I update this? If I'm not getting games in, Absolutely. maybe I can get privates in, but when the, there was a lockdown, lockdown was happening. You couldn't even do that. So mm-hmm. it was like, how do I update this? I'm sending this off to colleges and, and it's from two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was, it was a struggle that I never realized I'd have to think about. Cause I was just worried about recruiting. And then I was like, Oh no, no, I don't even know how to do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, that is the, that is the funnest. And by the way, CC, I'm really excited. So for those of you guys who are watching right now, uh, we're going to be breaking down, uh, CC's, uh, recruiting profile demo, uh, which, uh, thank you for being willing to let us do that. Uh, because <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I can't even lie. <laughs> Is it do it? Yeah. <laughs> that was always my favorite. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> but but hey, you know, but the roots out there. When you put music to things, think about the music you're putting. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> like that hardcore so rap and everything. It makes me feel like what is going on here? <laughs> like, 
Not that there's anything wrong with hardcore rap, but just think about the the songs you're putting. It's on. a lot for film. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, but the, the the cool thing about that, CC, is as, as we kind of break down that film and everything like that, is that, you know, we're joking about it right now. But mm -hmm. now going through of the process, having made that demo, you can kind of see the positives and negatives that you did through your recruiting process. And, th and that's going to help you help others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, even when I was downloading it to send it to you, I was like, I can't even watch this because I'm just embarrassed because it's so bad. <laughs> but it's like I have to get my, I have to mentally prepare to get myself in to break it down. <laughs> you know, I mean, Suska, we always talk about that, you know, and we will once we once we kind of delve into the topic here as we wrap this up right here. Just that there's so many youth players out there are kind of th given ideas of resources, but they're not given any guidance with those resources. They're just like find an editor, find someone to film, blah blah blah, but like no guidance in the, that process. So you're just kind of like. I don't know. I thought this was a cool save. And then you just throw yeah. that out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think like, like even some of the, you know, conversations on the union that I've had with uh, keepers that have sent me their reels to look at, like I, 90% of the time I'm coming back with the same, a lot of the same instruction. Like you're sending me like, like game footage from a mile away. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you're, you're cutting it too late. So I can't see the buildup, which what is what led to making the save your organization, your position. And then I always ask for training footage, like, and a lot of keepers don't put that in there. It's just game, game distribution, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, that's great. It's all your great stuff, but I actually want to see some training. And that doesn't mean your greatest saves from training. It means show me a full, like six save, six save session like when you're doing some shots and you you get scored on and then mm -hmm. how you adjust from that because that mm -hmm. that allows me as a coach to see how you're coachable how you adjust from making a mistake to now making the save right afterwards and so i always ask for that yeah i mean and and i want to i want to throw this up here right now here um should we put the music on so everyone can hear the music <laughs> just for a second Okay. What's a great save again? Maybe cutting onto left hook. Cracking spell. What a save by the goalkeeper. Villa. Two diving to a right end. I feel like I'm at a reggae tone club right now. Uh, there's a lot going on right here. I love the accent. Absolutely. Oh my God. I know. I, I felt like I was. I felt like I was watching like the, you know like UEFA or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta With, set the mood. Hey, you know, you know what? Hey, at least you were keeping Suski entertained when that came across her desk. You know, that's exactly that's, that's, that's important because they get so many. Um, Cece, let, let's talk real quick uh, before we kind of start talking about this tape and everything like that. How did something like going to Camp Shutout and, and getting involved with like that whole community and environment help you out with developing a network to be able to to find the next level? Yeah, I think it was super, super helpful. Um, it was helpful in the way that I had people to ask questions to because like neither of my siblings did sports in college or anything like that. So my parents didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really know what was going on. So I really leaned into like Stan Anderson as a resource and I would text him all the time and ask him questions. And I think that that resource was like huge in this whole process of just being able to feel more comfortable and like emailing coaches and just figuring out what next step were like my coach helped me a lot for club too but at the same time I was like I know that Stan has national connections you know he's a good man to keep keep under your wing so that was definitely something that I tried to like keep in and pay attention to but 
on like the development side of it, I think that shutout helped me so much, so much, so much. Just having that long of just pure goalkeeper training with such good coaches, like you just can't get much better than that, honestly. And that always helped even to this day, whenever I leave camp shutout, my confidence is at its highest. And I'm like, okay, I can conquer the world. Nobody knows what's coming now. <laughs> that's still to this day as a staff member. That's how I am. After that week, I'm just so confident in everything about goalkeeping that it's just nice to have a little boost. <laughs> I, I mean, by the way, I, I think we should cut that and send that to Stan. He can definitely put some music <laughs> to that and use that as a commercial next year. He uh, for, for <laughs> say that say against us. Surprise! He hasn't chimed in. Yeah, <laughs> he's he. It's the holiday season. He's probably uh. He's he's probably. I don't know. Are they, if, if they're doing uh, they might be doing camps, right? Oh no, wait. School. I think that's probably next week. Is that camps are going yeah, on? Yeah, probably but, um, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it is. It is. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, December twelfth. Although this coming week, guys, I will be in Richmond, Virginia, uh, at yeah. Richmond Gold. Academy. We got a lot of live shows that we're going to be doing there. We got raffles. We got all sorts of union demos. It's going to be a great time, December 15th to the 17th. I will also be performing with Dave Ross uh, and Ismail Laufty, uh at Breckeridge Rude Brewery on Thursday on the Dave Ross tour. Are you really? We're, we're time to plug. I'm doing plugs right now. That's right. Just in case someone's watching, we want to get people out there. <laughs> Shame. Hey, it's my Shame show. It's my plug. show, too. It's my show. <laughs> You're plugging your comedy show. <laughs> well, hold on. Why don't we? Why don't we plug that you're going to be able to watch Suskia Weber in the next couple of days on C on CBS for the expansion Ooh, draft? How about that? Yeah, at least that's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> at least right, that is. Go. At least. All right. Let's get into the. Let's get. Let's get into this topic. Okay. So let's not, <laughs> navigating the college landscape, college recruiting landscape. Uh, first off, uh, CC, um, kind of what do we mean by like? navigating it and how has it changed recently uh compared to like you know back in the day uh recruiting i would definitely say kind of what we were talking about earlier is a massive part of it just that like transfers and even though a lot of those like covid athletes are getting out like this is the last year like they're all seniors now so next year will be their last year in college i still think that that is like a massive part of it as well you have to think about like six years and you have to think about transfers and think about like mentally are you willing to sit for two years and work on development? Are you wanting to play immediately? I think that's like, honestly, the main battle. And is it was different when I was growing, when I was growing up, no, when I was going through it. But <laughs> at the same time, it was still pretty similar with like the mental, like, do I want to be a part of a program and build mentally, understand the tactics 100% and then be able to play? Or is it more of like, I just want to jump in and figure it out as I go kind of thing. Yeah. So that's anything you want to add? No, I agree. I mean, look, to players out there, the way the landscape is now, to come in and start at a D1 school your freshman year is, isn't that common, <laughs> you know? So be prepared to sit for a year, mm -hmm. you know? But again, like you said, with the COVID landscape, a what normally would be a year turned into two. Mm-hmm. And that is, a, that is a big ask. And you also mentally and emotionally have to ask yourself, are you able to bring it every single day, mm -hmm. knowing that you might not step on the field and still, still progress in your game, still have a good attitude, still support your team, be ready because you never know because somebody mm -hmm. could get injured, but at the same time, not be a neg negative and not get down on yourself and, and that that's a big ask for young players, but it's important. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, and I think, you know, one of those things too, CC, in, in regards to that, is that like, it's really, really important to start this process early. Like if you mm -hmm. think you want to play in college, even if you just have an inkling, you know, like what do you suggest like young players do? Like when we're talking about like the, the end of middle school, getting into high school, if like they have an idea that they want to play college. I was a massive fan of ID camps. I went to so many ID camps and some people might not agree with you, but I think as a goalkeeper, I think that is important personally, because like if you come to a game, you you don't know how many touches you're going to get a midfielder, you know, a midfielder is going to get a hundred touches at least in a game. So it's kind of a, a whole different battle as a goalkeeper. You just don't know how that game's going to go. You might have 10 saves, you might have zero, you might not even touch the ball with your feet. So I think that is kind of a, massive thing when you're thinking about that is going to an id camp you will get reps on reps on reps the goalkeeper coach will be able to see you the actual coach will be able to see you they'll be able to see you in some different environments games etc and i think that is like a huge way to also be able to tell like if you like the school or not because you get to work with the coaches and potentially some of the athletes that are there currently that's right that's absolutely right i'm, I'm looking at your film i actually like that you've mixed in training footage and this is exactly what i was talking about like, and, and, you know, everybody out there, listen to that, like, show me some training, show me, <laughs> show me like the end result of this training, show how it's Im um, implemented in the game. But I, I'm looking at your training more in a sense, I'm looking at these saves in the game, but I'm looking at your training in a sense of like, okay, let's, let's see her footwork. Let's see her balance. Let's see everything, things that I can see in repetition to see where we have to go with it, where you're at and everything so as much as you're laughing at your film it's not bad it's not a bad it's not bad at all i'll take that that's good <laughs> hey, hey you you ended up at one of the biggest schools in the country so it yeah. wasn't could have been horrible it couldn't have been horrible <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true now id camps i agree i agree with you like and i tell goalkeepers that like you can't just rely on coaches coming and sitting on your sideline at an ecnl game and something because how many touches are you going to get and a lot of coaches joke they're like to see the keepers, they show up for warm-up, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. the coaches aren't – they maybe see a half, they move on to another game. Yeah. And so you might have not gotten any touches or anything, and, you know, I think ID camps are huge. I think do your due diligence on your ID camps. Make sure you're, you kind of have your list of schools. Um, either do an ID camp where you know those coaches, maybe multiple coaches from different schools that you want will be at. But also make sure there's a goal, there's goalkeeper training at the ID camp. <laughs> so, you know, because yeah. you go to an ID camp and they don't have something structured for goalkeepers. And next thing you know, you're just playing in, in, in scrimmages and small side, which is fine, but you're not getting any kind of. Oh, did you, you freeze Susk? Oh yeah. I think Susk froze. I think she, she froze. Uh, Lord knows, uh, Lord knows the technical issues we're having uh, with with this right with this right now. Here, hopefully, there she is. Are yeah, you back, Susk? I don't know what's going on. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? You're 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 just in Woodland Hills, right? Yeah. It's um that's amazing. Um, but by the way, I've been playing a game right now. I was like, how many of these are going to go into <laughs> it into into the mini goal right here? On not, the enough. not enough. Not enough. <laughs> I thought I was going to be in Connecticut, but I'm not going until Thursday now. So, <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Wow, they they really just get you in and out, don't they? <laughs> right? I thought I was going to be, there, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, 
that that that's 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 okay. You know, you get a couple couple more days in the in the sunshine of mm-hmm. the 47 degrees that we have here. Everybody's freaking out. CC, I'm not kidding you. Like last night, I I had a co- last night I had a comedy show. There were four people in the crowd because it's like 45 degrees in LA. You're we're like free- they won't go outside. Yeah, it's 75. <laughs> it's 75 right now. Yes. Well, it was cold last night. People wouldn't go out last night. Oh. <laughs> that's insane. It's 23 of- Connecticut. Like, yeah, it's 30s here, so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let's. Um, uh, all, right. all right, all right, all right, all right. Focusing up. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit. Uh, other than I, then I, I love the fact, by the way, that you included some throwing in here too. That's that's really mm-hmm. cool that you did that. I know Suski is a big fan of anybody including any throwing. Um, you know, uh, most people nowadays, all they just show is their side volley to like you know like a 60 yard side volley that'll never happen in a game ever. Yeah. Um, but they'll they'll show how they did that in training. Uh, right there. This is more um realistic, CC, and into something that might happen from a counter standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, throwing has been one of my favorite things since I started goalkeeping. I don't know why, but it's just, it's just, it is. And I think that like be, just being able to launch it and like, especially for a counterattack, like you make that catch, you look up, you find that person on the wing. That is just like one of the best speak ways to go my, about it. Speak in my language. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, about letters. Um. Because I, I've been helping some players on, in, in the union program, uh, the mentor program with, uh, with putting their letters together and CC and Susk, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had somebody who I've helped and I'm not going to put anybody on blast. Mm-hmm. It's so generic. It's so vague. It's obvious you're sending this to thousands of schools. You've done no research into the program. You've done no mm-hmm. research into what programs, academic programs they have in the school. Um, That's you know, true. How, yeah, I go ahead. Tell you the amount, like, and, and, you know, Sam and Amanda and those guys would always, we'd sit in the office and those letters that are not personal in a sense, like they have, it's just a cut and paste. The amount of mistakes in them. Yes whether it's messing up something about the school or anything because they forgot it was somewhere in the body and they didn't change it. Um, Again, not knowing the academics, not personalizing it. If you're gonna send this letter out, take the time to do the research on the school. Hey, I really like your business program. I know it starts here and that this is what I'm looking for. You know, I like the Westwood area. Like Mm -hmm. make it personal that you took the time to say this letter, although, the, the crust of it, of the body, I, I know is going to be the same, but you need to take the time to put personal things in there um, about the staff. Looking forward to training with Saskia Weber. You know, you know, I've watched, the, you know, I've watched so-and-so coach for so long, been around ID camp and stuff because it goes noticed. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and that's just not, ch- that's not just changing a name no. here and there. That's not, ch- that's not chat GPT. Write me a recruiting letter. And then, mm-hmm. like, then you just change the name from like Suskia, you know, to CC. And, like hey, that. That's not it. They mess it up. Go ahead. They have they have the oh. wrong coach name from like t- the old goalkeeper coach or something like that because they just Googled something and they just took what they read. They didn't really do their research. Yeah. And like, speaking of research, I think that like, especially for goalkeepers, like making sure that the school you go to has a goalkeeper coach is so, so, so important because getting that training and having that personalized coach that like actually knows what's going on, because like having a defense or offensive coach is so much different in soccer than it is like a goalkeeper coach specifically. Yeah. You you know, and it's, it's funny CC because I can't tell you how many, how many players out there 
don't even look into that. Or they're always they're always messaging the head coach as if the yeah. head coach has time, as if the head coach does any of the recruiting yeah. at all. <laughs> it's true. It yeah. gets down. The other thing is I'm going to say, and I know this is weird, but it's a good conversation to ask when you do find, like, I know this isn't a letter, but if the head coach was a goalkeeper, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get their time. Exactly. So that head coach is coaching the entire team. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean, oh, well, the head coach was a goalkeeper, so they don't have a goalkeeper coach, but the head coach was a goalkeeper. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be structured for you. Mm -mm. So you've got to do your research. And yes, Dan, thanks for the good talk. And I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to say this. And, um, and by the way, I do agree with Siska. You know, th this this tape is not a bad tape. There's there's a lot of good there's a lot of good things here. Um, you know, there are some things uh, that, that we were talking about a little bit uh, in regards to to when you're putting your tape together. Mm -hmm. um, the distance. Um, I know a lot of times it's mom or dad or, you know, friend filming in the bleachers. They're sitting at midfield because they think that's the best place to sit. <coughs> <coughs> okay somebody just yeah something okay. just happened i think some parent just put a hex on me uh based <laughs> based on that right there um but um is is, is this something you cc you've thought about like after you sent out your recruiting tape you're like oh i wish i had some tape of me a little bit closer like more showcasing the actual development of the goalkeeper and the movement of the goalkeeper maybe with like a gopro or something absolutely i think that like i mean this was from our state um, state high school so it was like from whatever tv was there but it was like the best stuff we could get just based on like resources and that kind of thing okay. but no like and now in college we have like the spideo cameras and those are like so nice to be able to see the movement the positioning all that kind of stuff and i mean obviously no club is going to be able to have that on their like outdoor fields but just anything you can to be able to really highlight the goalkeeper specific not necessarily like but that being said, you kind of pointed this out, Sasuke, like you don't want to cut out what development led to the save or what development led to right. you being able to do what you need to do. I think like, if your parents, for people out there, if your parents are going to go and the mentality is, listen, we're, we're focusing on putting your recruiting tape together this season mm -hmm. and you're going to, and they're going to your ECNL games, go with the consciousness of saying, I'm not just setting the camera up on a tripod and what, what happens happens and following it actually try to be, you know, a cinematographer, try to do it. Like try to maybe zoom in when you can try to mess with it yeah. or get it better. I'm serious. Like yeah. if the focus is to put a tape together. You got Scorsese as your, uh, as your parent, as your parent here. <laughs> I guess I've been in that way too long. They're like five cameras following you. Right? <laughs> Cece, Cece, that is one of the fun, that is one of the fun things about coaching in Southern California is there's a lot of people here in the film business. Mm -hmm. So like you will get at like youth games, you will get like full on black magic, phantom cameras. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I totally believe it. I mean, look, the bottom line is, you know, I know everybody out there, you're doing your best with what you have. Mm -hmm. Just try to try to, when you pull clips, try to pull clips that maybe you can zoom in, maybe you can edit this. So, you could do it twice. You can show the full field and then you could do another clip and, and get it up close. You know what I mean? Like mess with it. Um, as we see, we see the 10 yard sprint, the speed of CC. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Speed and agility. Here we go. 
That's funny. Here she goes. Okay. Oh no, that's a throw. I was like, I was, I was waiting for the combine, the combine results to come yeah. in here. Let's see. Let, let's see her speed and agility. Wait for my and here we go. Oh. <laughs> here we go. Hey, look Boom. at her go. Look at her go. Um, was this something that somebody said for you to put in here or, or yeah, what was... my, my college, or not my college coach, my high school club coach really, really recommended this. Okay. So, thoughts, thoughts on this? I don't really see like you from a starting position that's unnatural to run forward. Like if like something like this would be better. Do you know mm -hmm. like something, although you're not going to do a shuffle that far and everything yeah. like that. And like, then I would look at this and say, okay, when you're going backwards, you're going backwards with your body weight backwards and your body weight should be forward. Even when you're moving backward, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's what I would take out of that. I would watch your footwork on that. The sprinting it's the sprinting, you know, but I would rather see in something like that. I'd rather see in a, in a training session, a through ball, somebody coming at you and you exploding off your line to go to a through ball and see how quick you are doing that. Yeah. Something more realistic towards the position. And so from a normal, natural goalkeeper starting position, then going, you know, not like, not like track blocks. <laughs> like, that would be my critique on that. But mm -hmm. I like the idea of showing your agility and everything, you know, just do it so that it's, it's goalkeeper, specific in More a sense. realistic for sure if, if only the union app existed in 2020 when she's <laughs> through her, her recruiting she yeah, would have been totally. taking mentor sessions with suskia on all but I'd be, on all of like i said i like that you integrated the training with it it was the first thing i said when we started this conversation so mm -hmm. um so let's let's talk a little bit about you know obviously and and obviously you know we're, we're having fun with the cc but there is some really good stuff here why did you start with saves and handling and would you do that again I still to this day think that my hands are one of the best parts of my game, like just being able to hold the ball. And I thought that that was like a really important thing to highlight just because that was one of the things I was most confident on. Um, but also, you know, it's a, it's a big saves. Got to make an impact right away. <laughs> I don't know I, if I would do it again. I don't know. I go, you show your strengths up front. Yeah. You okay. know, depending on how long the, the, how long it is right? You're, you're real. You know, there's an attention span and there are a hundred reels in, in my inbox and stuff like that. So I want to, I want to be drawn to you immediately. And so mm -hmm. go with your strengths up front. Yeah. You know, and I, and I would like to also thank, uh, uh, mid American energy company, uh, for allowing us the opportunity to use this footage here, uh, in case there's any copyright restrictions, uh, wonderful <laughs> shout out to mid American. <laughs> Sorry, I'm loopy today. I'm loop. I'm loopy today. It's the hall. It's the holidays. It's yes, the hol yes, exactly. It, it's it's the holidays. Um. Okay. So let's talk about you. Start sending out these tapes and everything like that. Um. First off, Cece, did you start out with like a a shorter tape to kind of get their interest, or did you just send out a long tape uh, from the get go? Um. That's a great question. I, this was. I think this was my second one. I'm trying to remember what was even in my first one, but yeah, I'm not sure. I. It must have been shorter because like. I put a lot of work into this one and I was like, I did not do that twice. I don't remember doing that twice. So <laughs> I think the first one was a lot shorter, but it was a huddle. I had a huddle, I had a couple huddle ones that I think I sent out that I could probably find again, but 
I'll, I'll, please, please come back on the show and share yeah. those. That would Thanks, those those ones are gonna be worse. There's no training footage in those. <laughs> it's just you in like a cornfield in Iowa. Oh yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, um, Susk, when uh, when you're when you were going through the whole college recruiting process, and you were obviously starting to get invested in a player and everything like that, right? Like, would you, at first, were you like, okay, just a little snippet. And then like, if you like somebody, then you maybe invite them to the ID camp. And then if you start a relationship, are you asking them to send you specific tape or no? Um, I was grabbed from the get go for certain people. And, you know, and again, on the flip side of that, there are other people whose tapes you're like, no, you know, I'm just being harsh right now, but it's true. You're like, no. Um, and, and then it would be definitely an invite to ID camp for me. Like I need to, I, I need you to come to ID camp. I want you to come to ID camp. I need to see you. I need some time with you a couple of days so I can put you through kind of what m my regimen is to kind of test you out in a sense and see, you know, what I'm working with the, you know, where you can progress, where we can bring your game. Um, so you know, that pretty much how that would progress in a sense. Like, and then I'd find people, like I'd randomly find people online, you know that, you know? So we've talked about that before. Um, but really like from those tapes, which were huge because, you know, you don't, you're not traveling around, you know, we would go to like some, we would go to some tournaments in ECNL, but it really came down to a lot of the tapes and then getting them into ID camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Susk, I know, I know you're, I know you, you're, uh, you're limited on time because you, you got to get uh, back to to some coaching meetings uh, to prepare for the the expansion draft and everything. But um, so really quickly while you're here, I want to ask you how how important academics, you know, uh, was in your recruiting of players. For us, yeah, absolutely huge. I mean, we had it's you know, you've got to be able to handle UCLA as well, you know, and and. I would, that wasn't my end of things. Like mine was, was the technical side of goalkeeping. But when I would sit and talk to Sam, she's like, we can't make this player happen, you know, and it is going to be a struggle academically. And you also don't want to do that to a player. You don't want to put a player in a situation where they are just struggling in school. It's over their head. That's going to affect everything. It's going to affect their, their playing. It's going to affect everything. And so you have to be open and honest um with those players if they're just not academically there or find out why you know that's actually a really good point right there susk like you know cc obviously you know um you're a very great fantastic academic student so that's not a question with you or anything like that and mm -hmm. i know that's something that you've always prided your prided yourself on um Absolutely. but like but like let's say a player is struggling like what kind of resources are out there to help them so that not only are they able to get the grades to to play at a certain school, but also able to survive at that school. Because it's not about just getting into the school. It's about, like Saskia's saying, it's about being able to survive there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, for me at Rutgers, like, I, with dyslexia and everything like that, like, I struggled. When, I, when they wanted me to go to Princeton and play two sports, I had to rethink that because I was like, that is a huge academic pressure on me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and but Rutgers is as well I mean I'm not <laughs> Rutgers is one of the best schools in the world as well. but the resources that I would have had at either school were great like and so for me at Rutgers like I 
was constantly in with my tutors. I was constantly in with like, you know, study hall. Like I put so much effort into my studying because I, because I had to, like, it doesn't come easy for me. Um, but if you have, if you have, you have to identify players that have that mentality. Absolutely. And because you're going to have to put it in if you're, if you're not that good of an, a, a student athlete, you know, like you, you're going to have yeah. to put harder work, if not harder off the field that you do on the field. Cause on the field probably comes more natural than in the classroom. Yeah. You know, now let, let's, let's talk a little bit about in regards to like getting back to this tape and everything, CC, like, um, like, you know, how important is it for you to know how you got to take off Susk? Yeah. All I'm right. going to take off. So you're going back to the tape. CC, I'm so excited. Uh, 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 of course, trust me. Thank you so much for joining. This was fun. I, I guess up. I joined. <laughs> <laughs> Later Susk. All right. Um, all right. Let's, let's get back to this tape right here. So, mm -hmm. um, Looking at this right here, you know, obviously there's different things that you would change, you know, moving, moving forward and everything like that, but we're always going to keep growing and progressing. Mm -hmm. Um, and what do you think, like, if you knew like how, like what you know now based on how Nebraska plays and based mm -hmm. on like what they're looking for, like, what would you have changed in your tape? That's tough. Um, <laughs> I think honestly, I would have tried to do what Sasuke was kind of talking about, like try to highlight some more real live situations in training like all of these are pretty um manufactured <laughs> but i think yeah. i definitely would have tried to maybe bring in a friend who could do a little 1v1 striking or something of that nature um and just kind of think a little bit outside of the box in that sense and just try to manufacture a little bit more realistically just to highlight yeah. that a little bit like obviously there's game footage in there but at the same time it's like that's not everything that you want to look at like i don't think i have a single or if i do i have like one or two 1v1 situations there's not many at all in there which has never been a massive part of my game but it's also something that you want to highlight yeah you know and i think also another thing too and you know and this is something that i brought up when i've done mentor sessions with with with, with youth players on the on mm -hmm. the on the app is that you want to make sure that you show the development of the play. Like I want to see your starting position and like what, what led to this final action as opposed to just showing me the final action type of Absolutely. thing, you know? And, and I think the problem with that a lot of times with young players is they don't know how to read the game. So when they get footage, they don't know where to cut it yeah. because they don't know how to read the game. Yeah. I think that's definitely something I've learned so much more about in college is just like that tactical like watching the game, understanding the game, like that kind of things. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is just to watch soccer. Like that is so, 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 so important. Whether it's your own games, whether it's professional in all of it, any of it, anything like I've watched so much more soccer, especially from all of our international teammates. They watch soccer nonstop. Premier League is on <laughs> all the time. And it's always fun to like, just hang out with them and just watch soccer because you learn so much about, the game and you learn so much about like things you can do things you can add to your game even as a goalkeeper like it's so important to just see how many tactics they know like a goalkeeper should be able to tell you exactly where every player on the field should be at any moment in time and that is something that a lot of people especially young goalkeepers don't understand wait i don't think i understand that way every yeah. single player on the field you should know where yeah. they are on the absolutely Man. okay and i got some way. I, yeah. I got a ways to go yeah, like I think like that I mean that's my maybe that's my opinion, but I okay. think that like on a set play, I can tell you where every single player should be on any set play for our team. I can tell okay. you on 
most um like if what block we're in where people are supposed to be where they're supposed to shift like where's our help side shift like we're a zonal team so it's like where's our help side shift who's covering in these spaces like i can tell you where the spaces are and i think that's helped me a lot like especially in training is like okay well i know where the space is going to be so now i know where i'm supposed to distribute the ball like that's kind of that tactical side is going to be able to help you look better be able to help you feel better feel more confident because you're like oh i know the person's supposed to be there so I can just play the ball there. And if they're not there, that's not my fault. <laughs> that's But that's a great payway in regards to the communication. A lot of communication mm -hmm. is non nonverbal. And it's also Absolutely. just an understanding from repetition at training and understanding, recognizing patterns and also like uh, knowing uh, traits and tendencies of your players. And Absolutely. then also, I think sometimes CC, like people be like, oh, that was the best soccer decision. But uh, but you know that that player is weak on that left foot. So why are you going to play him there when you know that that's not going to be successful? Not yeah. calling anybody specifically out. No, I mean, for sure, kidding. for sure. I mean yeah. that is so 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 common. Or like you might have a center back that's like, do not play me the ball. Like sometimes that happens. Like they just never want the ball yeah. from you. They're like, I'll deal with it, but not from you. And it's like, yeah. why why would you put them in a situation you don't want them to be in? Like it is not worth it. It is not worth them getting stressed out. And like it's different. In, in the collegiate level, obviously, because if a, if a center back is looking at you and saying, don't play me the ball, you're going to say, well, I'm going to do what's best for the team. And if that's yeah. give you the ball, you're going to deal with it. But at the high school level, that's a different story. Not everybody wants to go D1. Not everybody wants to play in college. So that's that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, the high school story can definitely be an adventure. There's some people there that are uh, they're using it as cross training to get ready for lacrosse. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You never you know. know. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, now when you're getting near the end of the process and you're trying to finalize your decisions, like what advice do you give to young players? Like when they're like, okay, I know that these are like the five schools that make sense for me or four schools that make sense for me. How do I narrow this down? And obviously that gets really difficult. Like what, what bullet points would you give them? The first one, and I'll say this to anyone, is make sure that they're, the school is going to help you academically. Because, I mean, it's a cliche phrase, but you're a student athlete. You're a student first. And if you grades aren't good enough, you're not going to be able to play or you won't be able to play well. Like, you won't be able to thrive in every aspect. And you want to be able to thrive in every aspect. And that is definitely one of the reasons why I was, like, highly looking at Nebraska is because of the major and the academic program in health science. And that is something I'm still so happy that I did because it's been pushing me, but not in a way that it's, like, I want to change my major. You know, it's, it's what I'm interested in. It's everything that I needed yeah. it to be. And I think that is something that's so, so important is of just making sure, and even if you don't know what you want to do, going to a school that has options. Because if you go to somewhere that might not have a lot of options of just things you're interested in, then it's going to be hard to find what you want to do with that. But secondly, I would definitely say the culture of the team, the culture of the players, that is something that has really, I've found here at Nebraska that has so made me so confident in my decision in that. And it's just like everyone on our team is friends. Everyone on our team, when we're on the when we're on the field, we all understand what our goal is. Our goal is to win. Our goal is to go as far as we can. Our goal is to do as best as we can. And there's nothing else. Like we'll do anything we can to get there. Competitiveness, um, aggression, like etc. Anything like that. And I think just understanding those goals and making sure that those core values align with your core values 
is so important because if you're not happy with your team, who is your chosen 30 friends that you will hang out with every single day for like four hours, you're not going to enjoy your collegiate experience. No, no, you're just no not. and I, I, can't, I can't tell you how many people, you know, have, have transferred because of that yes. or just stuck, just sucked it up for three years miserably or four years miserably or five years miserably or nine fun. years. Mis- yeah. <laughs> nine years mis- yeah, literally. Yeah. It's just not I mean, worth with- it. No. And then the thing is too, is like, I think, you know, one of the problems I think, especially for a lot of, a lot of youth players is like, if you talk about like a Nebraska or mm-hmm. an Ohio state or a Michigan or, or something like along those lines, like these are iconic schools. So I, I always like try to tell people like, don't be a fan, like, yeah. like think of it, think of this as your career and think of it as a professional, like, you know, like just because like, you've been a big Apple fan, you've had Apple computers your whole life. You know, but, but you, but you know what Microsoft is going to be a better opportunity for you. Like don't go to Apple just because you've always been Apple. Um, Apple is literally going to shut down my computer any moment because I just said that right now, but (laughs) but you you know what, but you know what I mean though? Yeah, no, I completely, completely agree. Yeah. Being able to remove that, like fan, that fan mentality is a great way to describe it. I think like I did not grow up a Nebraska fan in any way, shape or form. And they were like, surprisingly on my list i still don't understand how they really got there i think some random person wrote it there but i'm glad that they wrote it there because it's definitely something that you know look at schools you don't think you'd look at see see how that works out so so now let's talk about you know the walk-on process Mm -hmm. as an invited walk-on because like there's a lot of youth players out there that are going to go through this process and they're not going to get a, a, a financial offer or they might get the financial offer that they is not the right environment for them. Um, how do they navigate that? How do they make that successful so they can make that transition to becoming a scholarship athlete? Like what, what did you have to do? Work, do not stop working, train like a train, like a number two, you know, and work on that no matter what. And I think that is the reason like ended up, so yeah, I came on as a preferred walk-on. So they basically were just like, we'll give you a scholarship if you work hard enough. What does that mean? Nobody really knows. So it's just like, well, I'm going to work hard enough. That's what I'm going to do. And so I came in and when I came in, there was five goalkeepers at Nebraska due to COVID and the whole thing. So there was a lot of people. And um, after my freshman year, I just, that like spring and summer, I would just meet with my coach, text my coach, hey, what do I need to do for a scholarship? What do I need to do for a scholarship? What do I need to do to earn earn that right? What do I need to do? And he would always just be like, keep working, keep working. Like, I like what I'm seeing. And so that was always like, helped me feel confident in that. Just be like, okay, yeah, no matter what, I'm just going to keep putting in the work. I'm just going to keep showing up every day, giving 110. No matter what happens, that's what's going to happen. And um, ended up paying off and signed my scholarship in August of my sophomore year, which is super exciting. Um, and so I think when it comes down to it, like, being a walk-on, being a preferred walk-on, anything like that, it, you know, it doesn't make that much of a difference. If you're at the place that you love, if you're at a place that fits you, you just work your booty off and do not be afraid to ask your coach. If they can't be honest with you, that's not okay. So do not be afraid to ask your coach about it and just fully ask them, what do I need to do to earn a scholarship? What do, what do you see that I need to work on in order to earn the scholarship and just put in that work? I think that's massive. And, you know, and I think the thing is, is that like a lot of times when you hear something vague, like I'll put in the work, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's almost like a throwaway. They're like, yeah, if you work hard, maybe we'll give you a scholarship type of thing. And so like, you have to 
take that and then you have to create the narrative around work on what that, on what that means. Cause they're not going to tell you like, you got to figure that out. And I I don't want to say that people are dismissive of walk-ons or, you know, that they, they ignore them or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it is difficult because most of the attention is going into the number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's and that's a rhetorical question that I just answered for myself. So I'm <laughs> very, 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 very proud on that end. Um, by the way, uh, Cece, I, I know that you just finished finals. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you for taking the time. I, I, no, of course. I apologize. I thought you guys had already finished. <laughs> no, you're I'm good. Like, oh, my, oh, my gosh. And you're like, no, you're like, hey, I just finished my final. So I'll get to that tape to you in a second. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I felt like such a horrible person. I'm like texting you. I'm like, hey, are you cool for that podcast tomorrow? You're like, I'm in the middle of like just like figuring out like how my my the rest of my future goes um no so, you're good at all you're good you're good okay. it's the beauty of a text um, message right so let's uh let, let's talk about this a little bit let's talk about like mentoring and like you know helping out youth athletes because you know obviously the really cool thing is that you are getting involved with the the union mm-hmm. mentor program and uh before we kind of talk about that like first off cc why do you think it's important for collegiate athletes like yourself uh to get involved in in a mentoring program Oh, I, I think it's so important. I think just being able to have that resource of someone that's going through what you want to do is so important. Like right now I'm thinking about going into grad school. And so there's so many people that I'm reaching out to, like, how do I apply? What do I do? What do I need to like have on my resume? And all of those things are just important things for my future. And I think it's the exact same thing in collegiate sports, you know, just having that mentor to be able to reach out to and be like, well, what do I need? What do I need to do? What should my film look like? That's your resume. Right. And so it's like, what do I need to do in order to make that dream happen? And I think being able to have that person that's done it, living it is so, so important. And I love what you just said right there, because the thing is, is there's a difference. And I've, I've brought this up as well. I think we brought this up with Owen Cornell as well, too. Uh, shout out to Owen. I believe uh, I, I know they didn't win the national championship, but uh, but they made it pretty darn far. Uh, yeah. So 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 congrats to that. What a successful season. You all had a successful season as well. We did. Wasn't yes, like, we did. <laughs> I mean, you, you all went pretty, Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty darn solid, but, um, you know, it. it's one thing for coaches to do mentoring. Um, and there's some fantastic, uh, you know, pro mentors, you know, uh, on the union app, but it's another thing to get mentoring on something like college recruiting from a player who's not only gone through the process, but still going through the process. Because I think one of the really cool things is to get mentoring about that transition from high school to college not just on the field but off the field too absolutely like the academics the athletics the off season in season it's just a completely different ball game yeah and uh so i want i want to share a little bit about just kind of how this whole process works for you guys who are unfamiliar um if you if you're not familiar with it it's on the union goalkeeping app uh, everybody <laughs> what you do is you go to you cough that's what you do you cough first okay. and you go no that's okay i'm the one that literally popped like got like <laughs> like that when i I forgot what I said. You did but, get a little uh, hexed, yeah. Yeah, I did get hexed <laughs> by the parents. That's right for the film. Um, you go on there on the landing page, on the app, or on the desktop. You go to one-on-one coaching. Uh, you click on one-on-one coaching. And after you click on one-on-one coaching, it sends you to the portal where there's a bunch of different mentors right there. Look at that one right there. Got CCV right there showcasing go big that. Uh, go Big Red. Got that. You click on her right there. Uh, after you click on her right over there, uh, it shows you, uh, the hours that are available and, uh, you see, she's not available today. So you go, okay, I'll go to the next day right here. So I go to the next day on Wednesday 
And look, she's available Wednesday. Hey. She's available Wednesday, December 13th, which is tomorrow, guys. So if anybody's watching this right now and wants sessions with Cece, yes. she's available um, tomorrow. And uh, let's see when she's available. So I look and see. Oh, no. First off, I click on that, and then I'm going to find out a little bit of information about her, uh, like what she provides in her mentoring hours, as you can see, like college recruiting assistance, video analysis, transitioning to the college environment, academic resources, and you go, academic resources? Well, look at those honors and awards. That's somebody that understands academics. So pretty good person to, to mentor you and, and to take mentor session hours from. And then I go, this looks like it's perfect for me. This is what I'm looking for. And after I, I look at that, I go, uh, oh, no, I go back to her that's yeah, what you happens. watched my film <laughs> from high school. No, because you know what happened is that it's actually below that. It says book now and it's got your hours that you're available and to book now to press that button right there. But right now, the little banner thing is high. No, oh, there no. it is. Uh, can you see it or no? Oh, no, no it's I see at Goalkeeper Podcast. Yeah, it's being hidden by the social tags. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's not good. Well, anyway, that's what you do. Uh, and that is the process, guys. And, and we honestly, we would love to see you all uh, you know, start working with CC. I think uh, I think it's really, really cool uh, that you're getting involved with this. Um, CC, you know, I think one of the really cool things is that you already have been doing this, you know, organically, you know, through working at places like Camp Shutout. Absolutely. I have a ton, not a ton. I have like four people that have reached out to me from there that are currently going through this process, like Morgan Shirley, who you talked to. Um, and there's been a few others that have just texted me and asked me questions. And I've given them like the same advice that I've given on this show. It's just so important to pay attention to that culture of that team and the coaches and the academic side of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're, if you guys are wondering, you're like, okay, so how can I, how can I connect with CC? If you're not on the union app already, guys, uh, we're going to make it really easy. This is like QVC now, CC what's <laughs> going on right now. We're going to be for a limited time. You get a holiday gift with your purchase. That's right. If you subscribe to premium for an annual year membership, you will receive an exclusive union goalkeeper premium hat. Maybe CC will sign it. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what could possibly happen right there? Um, <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll send you a, an exclusive uh, promo code. You put that in, you get your free hat. Uh, it's pretty darn really awesome hat. Uh, we're very excited about that. And it's honestly the greatest gift you can give uh, yourself or the goalkeeper in your life, guys. $4.99 a month or $49.99 for the year. So for uh, less than the cup of coffee, uh, less than the cost of a cup of coffee, uh, at least here in Los Angeles, uh, for the month, uh, you can get access to amazing, incredible people from NWSL, MLS, NCAA, uh, Scottish Premier League, uh, Bundesliga, all sorts of really cool stuff. And you can engage and share your own content on there as well, too, as I believe some people did uh, during Camp Shutout, CC. Mm -hmm. I remember a lot of kids were sharing stuff over there. So that's uh, that's the plug right over there. Um, CC, if people want to connect with you on the Union app, uh, what's your handle on there? I think it's just oh, CVA? I believe that is what it is, but yes. Okay. I was like, I better make <laughs> sure before, I, before I say something that's not right. <laughs> uh you've you've been busy going to school you had a college <laughs> season it's all cool uh we'll let you uh acclimate to all that um yes, is there any type you. of content <laughs> right. is there any type of content that you're uh that that uh that we should be looking forward to you sharing that you want to that you want to preview uh come in the upcoming months oh that's tough no um honestly i'm not 100 percent sure but i think that this podcast is kind of going to get me started on some definitely some like film and um preemptive recruiting stuff so yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking about now 
That's awesome. That's awesome. And maybe, maybe we'll take some requests. Maybe people can DM yes. you requests on what they want to see from you. Absolutely. Maybe that, maybe that's the way to go. And obviously guys, if you want to reach out to us, it's at goalkeeper podcast uh, for a guest suggestion or a topic suggestion on the union app or contact at inside the 18 media.com on email. Uh, we are going to be in the Richmond, Virginia area. Well, I will be Siskiya will be at the expansion draft because she's too, too bougie. Uh, to, <laughs> slum it with me in richmond no i'm totally kidding um uh we, i will be there uh doing live shows uh we'll be doing some demos of the union uh we've got a raffle going on we're going to be uh uh got some autographed uh gear uh that we will be putting in that raffle so it's it's gonna be a lot of fun and then obviously you can meet meet us at the united soccer coaches convention uh january 10th to the 14th awesome presenters like jail Lloyden from the keeper institute uh will be there so really really cool people cc have you been to a convention before i have not i'm like here oh. about it i'm like this is something i gotta do <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's totally it's totally worth it it's a that's actually where i met stan was at the united soccer coaches oh convention in chicago in 2019 yep wow that's fun yep. yeah i definitely gotta go then <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is I didn't realize that Stan knew who I was. I was very humbled. I was like, wait, what? How would you know who I am? And he's like, you, you have a podcast. I'm like, oh, right. That thing. <laughs> that podcast. Thing. I'll do it to you. I'll get that you out there. Thing, it'll, it'll get you out there. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that's all the time on Inside the 18, and we are out. Later, guys. Yeah. Yeah.